Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday the 20th of February or the 29th of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. The scripture reading will be from Exodus or Shemot, chapter 25, verses 17 through 30 from the Torah. And this week we are in a parsha called Truma, and that means heave offering. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its width. You shall make two krovim of hammered gold. You shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one kharuv at the one end and one kharuv at the other end. You shall make the krovim on its two ends of one piece with the mercy seat. And the krovim shall spread out their wings upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces toward one another. The faces of the krovim shall be toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the covenant that I will give you. There I will meet with you, and I will tell you from above the mercy seat from between the two krovim, which are on the Ark of the Covenant, all that I command you for the sons of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Its length shall be two cubits, and its width a cubit, and its height one and a half cubits. You shall overlay it with gold, pure gold, and make a gold molding around it. You shall make a rim, a hand width around it. You shall make a golden molding on its rim around it. You shall make four rings of gold for it and put the rings in the four corners that are on its four feet. The things shall be close to the rim for places for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its dishes, its spoons, its ladles and its bowls to pour out offerings with. You shall make them of pure gold. You shall set bread of the presence on the table before me always. That was Exodus or Shemot twenty-five seventeen through 30. The portion from the prophets will today be 2 Kings or Melachim Bet, chapters 15 and 16. 
In the twenty-seventh year of Yahuvam, king of Israel, Azariah, king of Amasia, king of Yehuda, began to reign. He was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Yeholia from Jerusalem, and he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, according, according to all that his father Amazia had done. Yet the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. And the Lord struck the king, so that he had Sarat until the day of his death and lived in a separate house. Yotam, the king's son, was over the household, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Azariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in David's city, and Yotam his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah, king of Yehuda, Zechariah, the son of Yerubam, reigned over Israel in Shomron six months, and he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins of Yahuvam, the son of Nevat, with which he made Israel to sin. Then Shalom, the son of Yavish, conspired against him and struck him before the people and killed him and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Zechariah, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. This was the word of the Lord which he spoke to Jehu, saying, Your sons to the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. So it came to pass. Shalom, the son of Yavish, began to reign in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah, king of Yehuda, and he reigned for a month in Shomron. Menachem, the son of Gadi, went up from Tirzah, came to Shomron, struck Shalom, the son of Yavish, in Shomron, killed him and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Shalom and his conspiracy which he made, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Then Menachem attacked Tibzah and all who were in it and its border areas from Tirzah. He attacked it because they did not open their gates to him, and he ripped up all their women who were with child. In the thirty-ninth year of Azariah, king of Yehuda, Menachem, the son of Gadi, began to reign over Israel for ten years in Shomron. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart all his days from the Sins of Yahuvam, the son of Nevat, with which he made Israel to sin. Pul, the king of Assyria, came against the land, and Menachem gave Pul one thousand talents of silver, that his hand might be with him to confirm the kingdom in his hand. 
Menachem exacted the money from Israel, even from all the mighty men of wealth, from each man fifty shekels of silver, to give to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria turned back and did not stay there in the land. Now the rest of the acts of Menachem and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Menachem slept with his fathers, and Pekahiah, his son, reigned in his place. In the fiftieth year of Azariah, king of Yehuda, Pekahiah, the son of Menachem, began to reign over Israel in Shomron for two years. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Yeruvam, the son of Nevat, with which he made Israel to sin. Pekah, the son of Remaliah, his captain, conspired against him and attacked him in Shomron, in the fortress of the king's house, with Argov and Aryeh, and with him were fifty men of the Gileadites. He killed him and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Pekahiah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of Azriah, king of Yehuda, Pekah the son of Remaliah began to reign over Israel in Shamron for twenty years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Yahovam, the son of Nevat, with which he made Israel to sin. The days of Pekah, king of Israel, Tilgat Peleser, king of Assyria, came and took Ion, Avelbet Makah, Yanoach, Kedesh, Chatzor, Gilad, and Galil, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried them captive to Assyria. And Hoshea, the son of Elah, made a conspiracy against Pekah, the son of Remalia, and attacked him and killed him, and reigned in his place in the twentieth year of Jotam, the son of Uziah. Now the rest of the acts of Pekah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. In the second year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotam, the son of Uziah, king of Yehuda, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Yerushalayim. His mother's name was Yerusha, the daughter of Tzadok, and he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. He did according to all that his father Uziah had done. However, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. He built the upper gate of the house of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Yotam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? In those days, the Lord began to send Rezin, the king of Syria, and Pekah the son of Remalia against Yehuda. Yotam slept with his fathers, 
and was buried <coughs> excuse me with his fathers in his father David's city and Ahaz his son reigned in his place in the seventeenth year of Pekah, the son of Remalia, Ahaz, the son of Yotam, king of Yehuda, began to reign. Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord his God, as his father David had done. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and even made his son to pass through the fire, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had cast out from before the sons of Israel. And he sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. Then Rezin, king of Syria, and Pekah, son of Remalia, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to wage war. They besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. At that time Rezin, king of Syria, recovered Elat to Syria, and drove the Jews from Elat, and the Syrians came to Elat, and lived there to this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son came up and saved me out of the hand of the king of Syria and out of the hand of the king of Israel, who rise up against me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house and sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria listened to him, and the king of Assyria went up against Damascus and took it and carried his people captive to Kir, and killed Rezin. King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw the altar that was at Damascus. And King Ahaz sent to Uriah the Kohen a drawing of the altar and plans to build it. Uriah the Kohen built an altar according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So Uriah the Kohen made it for the com coming of the King Ahaz from Damascus. And when the king came from Damascus, the king saw the altar, and the king came near to the altar and offered on it. He burnt his burnt offering and his grain offering, poured his drink offering, and sprinkled the blood of his peace offering, on the altar. And the bronze altar which was before the Lord, he brought from the front of the house, from between his altar and the house of the Lord, and put it on the north side of his altar. And King Ahaz commanded Uriah the Kohen, saying, On the great altar burned the morning burnt offering, the evening grain offering, the king's burnt offering, his grain offering, with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, their grain offering and their drink offerings, and sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering and all the blood of the sacrifice. But the bronze altar will be for me to inquire by.
Uriah the Kohen did so, according to all that King Ahaz commanded. And King Ahaz cut off the panels of the bases, and removed the basins from off them, and took down the sea from off the bronze oxen that were under it, and put it on a pavement of stone. The covered way for Shabbat that they had built in the house, and the outer entry of the king, he removed from the house of the Lord, because of the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz, which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in David's city. And Hitzkiyahu, his son, reigned in his place. That was Second Kings, chapters 15 and 16. Now we have come to our portion with the writings, and we will read Psalm 140. For the Chief Musician, a Psalm by David. Deliver me, Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man. Those who devise mischief in their hearts, they continually gather themselves together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Viper's poison is under their lips, Selah. Lord, keep me from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent men who have determined to trip my feet. The proud have hidden a snare for me. They have spread the cords of a net by the path. They have set traps for me, Selah. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen to the cry of my petitions, Lord. O Lord, Adonai, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Lord, do not grant the desires of the wicked. Do not let the evil plans succeed, or they will become proud. Silla. As for the head of those who are surrounding me, let the mischief on their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall on them. Let them be thrown into the fire, into miry pits from where they never rise. May a slanderer not be established in the earth. May evil hunt the violent man to overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and justice for the needy. Surely the righteous will give thanks to your name. The upright will dwell in your presence. That was Psalm 140. Now our last portion of scriptures for today from the Apostolic Writings is Yohanan or John chapter 13. Now before the feast of Pesach, Yeshua, knowing that his time had come that he would depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And after supper, the devil having already put into the heart of Yehuda, Iscariot, Shimon's son, to betray him. 
Yeshua, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he came from God and was going to God, arose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, and he took a towel and wrapped the towel around his waist. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Then he came to Shimon Kepha, and Kepha said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Yeshua answered and said to him, You do not know what I am doing now, but you will understand later. Kepha said to him, You will never wash my feet. Yeshua answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Shimon Kepha said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Yeshua said to him, Someone who has bathed only needs to have his feet washed, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew him who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, put his outer garment back on, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me Rabbi and Lord, and you say so correctly, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Rabbi, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Amen, amen. I tell you, a servant is not greater than his Lord, neither is one who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. From now on, I tell you before it happens, that when it happens, you may believe that I am he. Amen, amen, I tell you. He who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Yeshua had said this, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Amen, amen. I tell you that one of you will betray me. Therefore the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Yeshua's bosom one of his disciples whom Yeshua loved. Shimon Kepha therefore motioned to him and said to him, Tell us who it is of whom he speaks. Then leaning back thus on Yeshua's breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Yeshua answered, It is he to whom I will give this piece of matzah when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the piece of matzah, he gave it to Yehuda Iscariot, the son of Shimon. And after the piece of matzah, then Satan entered him. Therefore Yeshua said to him, What you do, do quickly. 
Now nobody at the table knew why he said this to him. For some thought, because Yehuda had the money box, that Yeshua said to him, Buy what things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Therefore, having received the piece of matzah, he went out immediately, and it was night. When he had gone out, Yeshua said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him immediately. Little children, I will be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Judeans, where I am going, you cannot come, so now I tell you. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Shimon Kepha said to him, Lord, where are you going? Yeshua answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow afterwards. Kepha said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Yeshua answered him, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I tell you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. That was Yohanan or John chapter 13. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Titus chapter 2 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you shalom from Israel. Until next time.